The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Kali'i for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959 who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and conferences and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
It can get tiring hearing nothing but bad news, evil doings from the media. The constant reports of loss of innocent lives and impending wars and destruction can literally fulfill the soul with emptiness. The wonderful news, however, is the knowledge that after all that is wrong in the world, the love of our Father will carry us through. The loving members of the Apostolic Faith Church Choir, directed by Emilia Han, will open today's program with a beautiful melody entitled, After All, featuring a solo by Tiari Summers. The choir will be accompanied by Edith Matsuka on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. This is a song you will surely want to sing as well. Please do so as you see the words appear on your screen. Tomorrow be better than 
Are you ready to stand before the Lord? I beg you to come and join his spiritual family while you still can. Thank you, choir. When one joins the family of the Lord, life is easier to bear. One is guaranteed faithful prayers of the righteous 24 hours a day, every day, spiritual support from the spiritual wards and loving comfort from the Heavenly Father. The church band under my direction will play for you the exciting melody that richly describes the born again, God's wonderful people. Continuing the spiritual journey with Jesus bears its challenges. Along the way, the traveler faced many obstacles, often causing the believer to seek the path that appears to be the easiest way to travel. Put your trust, your faith in Jesus. He will clear the road, open the way, and give you the strength to carry on. Associate Pastor Marvin Abing, our soloist for this morning, will sing for you the number entitled, Trusting Jesus. Our companies for Marvin will be Associate Pastor Trustee Evans Sproat Sr and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, Iris Locke on the drums, and yours truly on the piano.
Thank you, Marvin, for that beautiful rendition. The choir will sing their second number for today entitled, The Wonder of It All. We should all take pause and consider how wonderful and amazing the love of our Heavenly Father is, and that in spite of, of our shortcomings, our self-doubts, He is still our pillar of strength, our comforter, and everlasting Father.
Mele Kapuni will play on the auto harp the lively melody entitled Sweet By and By. Nurtured in the gospel, Puna, as she is lovingly known, gives her all to the Lord, and she is always willing to lend a hand whenever and wherever she is needed. Give your attention to her version of this glorious melody, and you will be truly blessed.
Before we close the musical portion of the program, I would like to leave you with this. In your daily dealings with the world and with your relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ, you will never go wrong when you stay with him. He will be with you as you go forth and deal with the world. He will embrace you when you need the warmth of his grace, his love, and his compassion. When you call upon his name, Jesus, or upon his blood, in Jesus' name, he will protect and deliver you from all evil, harm, and danger, and be with you to your journey's end. Kelsey Pualoa and Seneca Rose Han will sing to the Lord the song entitled, He Hideth My Soul. It is with great pleasure to dedicate this inspiring song to Mr. and Mrs. George and Tiari Summers. Our Lord Jesus Christ knows your works and will continue to enlarge your mansions in heaven as you press on in faith, believing, and obedience to him. God bless you in this life and that to come. Have a wonderful day.
Praise the Lord and good morning, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kaunakakai Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Hannibal, Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services, regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor William M. Hahn, Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired servant. Pastor Bill? Thank you, Melvin. Life today has its many problems and people will mistakenly put their personal concerns ahead of Jesus Christ. Then too, many may even put the Lord Jesus Christ second, third, or even lower on their list of daily priorities. Therefore, my sermon entitled, How to Say No in Christ Jesus, is prepared to motivate us all, dear television viewers, to be ready to meet Jesus Christ at His second coming, although the date and time of this event remains unknown. Therefore, the Lord Jesus Christ instructs, Be ye ready. When ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Therefore, let us ask ourselves, Are we prepared and ready to meet Him? To prepare ourselves, let us get our Bibles in hand as we proceed into today's sermon with a reading of God's Word. In today's permissive society, 
much of the evil in life often goes unchallenged. And some may feel that it is not easy to stand up and say no. When they are convinced that something is contrary to the known will of God, yet it is mandatory to always stand up for truth and righteousness, especially when things are not in line with the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we live in an age of permissiveness where everything is permitted and nothing is regarded as being sacred anymore. This confirms God's word, the Bible, which teaches us that this generation is moving headlong into destruction. Therefore, God's word contains many spiritual examples of Christian believers who have stood up by saying no in Christ Jesus when it was most critical to their lives. Our first example is Abraham. He said no in Jesus Christ to saying in the comfort of his home and with his own people when God called him to leave his homeland. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, denotes this example. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And in Hebrews 8, 11, 8 and 10, Abraham journeyed by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after receiving for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Jesus Christ is God's only solid foundation for mankind. As stated in 1 Corinthians 3.11, For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Every other foundation of the earth is man-made and built upon sinking sand that will be destroyed in the end. Our second example is when Abraham again said no in Christ Jesus to his own feelings about sparing his only begotten son, Isaac. In Hebrews 11, 17 through 19, by faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. Our third example is when Moses said no in Christ Jesus to affluence and security of Pharaoh's household, as described in Hebrews 11, 12 to 26. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Moses stood up for truth and righteousness and had respect for the reward that was not yet come. Our fourth example is when Joseph said no in Christ Jesus, when being tempted by his master's wife, who was a beautiful woman, offering herself and her companionship to him, Genesis 39, 9 dictates Joseph's response to her. There is none greater in this house than I. 
Neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Joseph knew that in the eyes of Jesus Christ, adultery and fornication are sinful acts of wickedness. And our fifth example is Daniel's three companions who said no in Jesus Christ when they were tempted to save themselves by bowing before the image of King Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel chapter 3, 16 to 18 highlights their example. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from this burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. The Lord Jesus Christ instructs every man, woman, and child, also in Matthew 16, 24 to 25. Then said Jesus to his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Our sixth example focuses on the ultimate test for all mankind, which is the courage and faith to say no in Christ Jesus to our own desires and wants. To not compromise with oneself can be a battle of wits, and we can only overcome the temptation by calling on the name of Jesus and pleading for the blood of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to cover us. Therefore, Jesus Christ will be there to rescue us from the temptation and risk of losing out on God's promise to receive eternal life in heaven above. Mark 9, 43 to 48 denotes this clear warning to all. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where the worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into a hellfire, where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Our daily focus must be to attain the hope of going to heaven, which is reserved for Jesus Christ and his believers. On the other hand, hell is reserved for the devil, his angels, and the unbelievers. Paul adds his encouragement in Romans 12 too, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that he may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And our seventh example is the greatest challenge to parents today, which is to say no to their children in Christ Jesus. Parents sometimes are unprepared to exercise a firm attitude when it comes to disciplining their children 
in both spiritual and moral matters. Our duty as both Christian believers and God-fearing parents is to say no in Christ Jesus when our children's actions will lead them to hell, vice heaven. It is a tough job to discipline our children in the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ so that they will always know the difference between right and wrong. It is our duty as parents to constantly remind our children to abstain from all appearances of evil. Therefore, Proverbs 22, 15 is God's instruction in righteousness. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. We must teach our children to stand up for truth and righteousness, even when their friends try to persuade them differently. Hence, Exodus 23, 2 confirms, Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil, neither shalt thou speak in a cause to decline after many to rest judgment. And both we as parents and our children likewise need to heed God's word. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. The Lord Jesus Christ will surely bless everyone who willingly says no to temptation, Christ Jesus. And today we as born-again believers live in this sin-cursed world and are called upon to be the salt of the earth and to shine as a beacon of light in the midst of spiritual darkness. Nicodemus received God's true born-again message from Jesus Christ himself when he was commanded to be born again. Having been a Pharisee who adhered to the law of Moses, he had to leave his religious training and accept God's plan of salvation to be born again into the family of Jesus Christ. Nicodemus heard and accepted the call from Jesus Christ. In John 3, 3 to 4, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time to his mother's womb and be born? Jesus responded in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 6 to 7, Jesus Christ concluded, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. God's word is easy to understand when it says that we must be born again to see or enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water means we must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And to be born of the Spirit means we must be filled with God's Holy Spirit by speaking in an unknown tongue or language as the only Bible evidence which declares we have been filled with God's Holy Spirit within. Peter's sermon received an overwhelming confirmation when 3,000 souls were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ on the day of Pentecost. And after hearing his sermon, they asked, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Hence Peter answered them in Acts 2.38, then Peter said unto them, 
repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2.39 further states, For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The 3,000 souls who were baptized on the day of Pentecost confirm God's word in Luke 24.47, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Repentance and remission of sins must be preached only in the saving name of Jesus Christ, as confirmed in Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Therefore, Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11 confirms, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus Christ hung on the cross of Calvary to redeem the sins of all mankind and refused to take anything to ease his pain as documented in Matthew 27, 34. They gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. Vinegar mixed with gall is a very bitter mixture and was given to stupefy the victim and lessen the pain and suffering. However, the Lord Jesus Christ simply said no to the vinegar offered to him and willingly suffered for you and for me to redeem us from the curse of the sin and death. The term no has many applications throughout God's word, the Bible, which point to the teachings of Jesus Christ to his earthly creation about accepting the spiritual things in this life. Our first example is found in Matthew 6, 31 to 33. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The phrase, take no thought, means that we should not have to worry or fret but instead believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that he cares for us as his creation and will provide our every need in this life. It further encourages us to have faith, hope, and love in Christ Jesus. Our second example in Romans 3.10 states, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one, which points the human state of mankind when coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone born into this world is a sinner from birth, and we must come as repentant sinners to the Lord Jesus Christ to ask his forgiveness for our sins. Wherefore, therefore, Jesus Christ accepts our request when we are baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with his Holy Spirit. And our third example is found in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord.
This confirms the death penalty for all who will not accept Jesus Christ and his blessings of eternal life for all who will accept him as their personal savior, master, and Lord. The other side of knowing when to say no is knowing when to say yea or yes in Christ Jesus to the things that he puts before us all in this earthly life. Our first example is found in Matthew 5, 37. But let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay. For whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Our verbal communication with others must reflect truthfulness, honesty, and integrity in Christ Jesus. Our second example is found in James 5, 12. But above all things, my brethren, Swear not neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea and your nay nay, lest you fall into condemnation. Which relates having a truthful outlook in life. Our third example in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 17 through 18 states, When I therefore was thus minded, did I use lightness? Or the things that I propose, do I propose according to the flesh? that with me there should be yea, yea, and nay, nay. But as God is true, our word toward you was not yea and nay, which highlights our truthful conversation between others. And the Lord Jesus Christ. Our false example in Philippians 3, 7 to 8 denotes, but what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, which highlights Paul's conviction in Christ Jesus. And our fifth example in 2 Timothy 3, 10 to 12 says, But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came upon me at Antioch, at Iconium and Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will of godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. In which Paul speaks about his spiritual experiences and sufferings. Hence our responses in this life but always, must always be honest. Yea, and an honest name in Christ Jesus. We will then be prepared to meet the Lord Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. When he calls us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. Now, if you would like to know more about God's word and the church and review this telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. We conclude another hour of sweet fellowship with the church band who play for you the number entitled Sweeter as the years go by. Mm -hmm. 
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.